Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Imperfect Podcast. I'm Kathy. And I'm Kennedy. Join us on this week's episode as we discuss intriguing topics and people of interest that will inspire us to explore all of the unique pieces of ourselves. We are all imperfectly perfect. We're We're glad glad you're here. here. Hello, and welcome back to our next episode of the Imperfect Podcast. Today, we will be interviewing a new local author, Paige LePage. Paige grew up in and around the booming metropolis of Riverglade, New Brunswick, and she jokingly states, we had to come out to hunt. That's how far back in the woods we lived. Growing up, Paige reports that she had no idea what she wanted to do in life, had no real ambitions, struggled in school, and disappointingly got turned down at university because of her grades. Despite doing well in a post-secondary intensive French language program, she says she entered the workforce with no real direction and proceeded to work a variety of jobs. Over the past number of years, Paige has gotten married, has become a mom to two children, and has continued to work for the same company for the past 20 years. However, a few years ago, Paige began toying with the idea of writing a book and started writing her ideas down. Next thing she knew, she had a book written. So despite self-doubt and many hurdles, Paige recently self-published her book with Amazon. Her Hero's Revenge was released in June of 2022 and is available online and locally at Canada's biggest bookstore chain. Now that Paige has gotten started with writing, she doesn't plan to stop anytime soon and is in the process of writing five other books. We're excited to hear more about her journey, so let's check in. Hi, Paige. How's it going? Good, Kathy. How's it going with you? Pretty good. We're really glad you could join us today and tell us a little bit about your story. So let's start there. Uh, We gave you the intro, but um, who is Paige and what are your interests? (laughs) <laughs> who am I? Who <laughs> does real life anymore? I mean, that's why I write books. It's fiction. Fiction's more fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Way more fun to just have that imagination and take a mini vacation. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, um, as the intro said, I'm happily married, mom of two very busy boys and a very busy husband and you'll probably hear them playing around in the background with the dog that barks I apologize (laughs) (laughs) they do keep me busy I was a little bit late today because I was packing for camp for the first time for my oldest fun running away for a week yeah for you. <laughs> Send them both at the same time. <laughs> Next weekend. The other one goes for a sleepover camp overnight at the local art camp, which is fun. Oh, uh, fun. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So, but I mean, who am I? That's basically it in, it in a nutshell. I've been working in telemarketing for 20 years and decided to use my imagination to write right. Yeah, really cool. And it it's cool. I go to um I go to Angela's to get my hair done. So I've seen your book propped up there. That's really cool. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, so it was nice of her to support local and put it there in her shop. Yeah. Oh, I think I think you wouldn't have to convince her too hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, so 
what what are your other interests page or does that pretty much take all of your time you know you're only a wife a mom work full time and you know <laughs> and ride on the side but do you have anything else that you'd like to do I mean I love to create Halloween stuff for the kids oh cool every year we have usually a new wooden thing yeah. <laughs> that I create like you search through Pinterest and Google and YouTube and and then you just kind of let your imagination go crazy so I mean last year I created uh, a scarecrow pumpkin that lights up and it's all made out of like pallets recycled stuff really awesome. cool the awesome. family's going getting ready to go for a bike ride <laughs> That's okay. We all we all live real lives. So. <laughs> yeah. so I mean, aside from you know creating and gardening and planting, I mean it's we're busy. Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. Busy. That's cool though yeah. that you do gardening as well. Um, I live in an apartment, so I'm anxiously awaiting the day that I can have my own land so I can do some gardening and things. So for sure, it's fun learning a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what and it, it to do yeah it's cool too that you um create things from things that you see on Pinterest and stuff mom and I have talked a number of times at least that you know the amount of for us it's screenshots on our phone oh that looks fun I should do that someday and then yeah. it disappears <laughs> never to be seen again or thought about <laughs> same here I mean it's like oh I go through my my pictures on my phone I'm like oh I gotta make that oh I gotta make that yeah currently I'm sketching out a beetlejuice and a sandworm wow yeah Holy. I'm, I'm avoiding editing <laughs> which is what I should be doing when I'm not busy with life it's, yeah it's the final stage of book two right right the paranormal romance and I love the book but I hate the editing it's it's crazy so you like to write but not so much the editing process oh, I hate it I hate it I hate it um I'm dyslexic and we see things backwards oh so yeah we can't think of the word for what we want to say so we spend like two paragraphs saying she went for a walk in the woods when you can't think of went for a walk in the woods right <laughs> why you've got an editor in this case I had two helping me out going just right she went for a walk in the woods <laughs> right it <laughs> seems that easy but sometimes it's not it's not no it's not the struggle is real <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, so you don't like doing those things but what makes you feel most inspired or like your best self what do you do, like oh, that's a, a tough one I mean making people smile and laugh and I, I know in some of the questionnaires I put you know losing weight is always the best thing to make you feel great I I'm with you right, right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that is awesome you know but you know inspiring people to be helpful to people that's usually the best way like oh look what I did that was my good deed for the day you know I helped that old lady reach that thing off the top shelf or, yeah you know, it yeah. feels so good it's it, funny you say yeah. that too just the other day we had stopped at McDonald's just quickly to grab a burger on our way to the cottage and uh, I had I just get a kid's meal because for me that's that's plenty it's enough for anybody and so I said, I don't need the toy, obviously. And I saw this little girl off to the side and I said, actually, can I have my toy? And anyway, just made her day. But I brought it up to 
mom and my boyfriend a couple times I said I think that did me more good than the little girl and the end of everything so yeah it's kind of you you get the rub off of the positive when you give it out oh for sure 100 percent always Mm -hmm. and teaching the kids that same thing to to watch them spontaneously help someone else without you saying go do the right thing go help them out right Mm -hmm. so uh, Kathy being the mom it's nice to have that oh look what I taught my kid you know (laughs) to be helpful job job well done right because we're not going to be here forever and behind we leave our children and it's our job to teach them and you know turn them into the humans that can survive without us that's right paying it forward yeah 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 so big question what do you want to be when you grow up (laughs) (laughs) I guess you all know the answer to that one it took me what to 40 some odd years to figure Mm -hmm. out I want to write was it always like a oh I like to write maybe someday like from high school or anything like that it just kind of came to be it just kind of came to be as an idea one night I went oh that would make a good story so I had like three or four different scenes mapped out in my mind and at night when you can't sleep you lay awake thinking oh my goodness that would be awesome first thing in the morning and then it's a rush to write it down before you totally forget right right and and miss that feeling that you had when you were laying there going this would be awesome because sometimes it loses translation and dyslexia kicks in you forget things and that's hard but as long as you can get it down and that's what this one was your second one or the first one the first one was just a series of thoughts interesting so tell us a bit about the book well it's about a writer (laughs) <laughs> not me <laughs> not a bio or anything <laughs> no it's, it's not she's totally different um but there are some similarities like when she went through university she had no idea what she wanted to do mm. um long story short she had a couple of rough rocky relationships and the guy that she was left left her with a pile of debt and so she worked two jobs night and day, paid off the loans, the debt, the family. And when she was done, she had so much time at night, but didn't know what to do. So she started hmm. writing, yeah. <laughs> kind of like me, and, and it sat there on her on her table when she yeah. had printed it out. And her best friend Jenny found it. Jenny then, who was a publisher, oh, all the you know, yeah. <laughs> Have fun at camp. <laughs> Going for a bike ride. Right I'm now. a bike ride, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. But anyways, Jenny was a publicist. So she ended up publishing the book for her and she became famous. Bestsellers list. But she had to write a third book and couldn't figure out what she wanted to do. Mm. Like she she was writer's block. So she ended up going to house sit in Florida in Indian Rocks Beach. And she actually met the guy that she wrote her books about. She hmm. thought he was fictional. He's not real. No one could be oh, awesome, really right? Cool. But on his side of the fence, the books ruined his life. Well, close to it. Um, like he was into to advertising, marketing, et cetera. And every time the book came out, it seemed to be based exactly on his life hmm. and the girl he happened to be dating. And it was all just fluke, coincidence. And he ended up 
hating romance writers. So it's about what happened after that and then his personal assistant and how much trouble she caused between the two of them once they fell in love and Ra like huh. Rachel's struggle to say, okay, I'm a romance writer and I ruined your life. <laughs> That's like, really cool though. Yeah. So it's, it's more than that. Like there's so many twists and turns and it's a romance with a good story huh. and really? a lot of spice. Yeah. <laughs> really and when did you, the book was put out when again? Uh, last June. So it's just a little over a year. Wow. interesting remember before I went away this summer Kennedy you were telling me about um something about a show that is on now it's like a series of and sort of like they're oh I can't even remember how it went but you were explaining that somebody was watching a show on tv but oh it was, yeah it's um... it kind of it's not the same but it kind of sounds neat and that's amazing to me that these people would have been working on that at the same time you were working on this <laughs> and it's not the exact same idea but it is a little twisty like that like how the way, the way it worked is that she went home at the end of her day and went to look on tv for something to watch and it said the life of whoever and it was her life and so oh, the wow. first episode was her whole day and replay. So yeah, I I couldn't think of what that was either. I was like, there was something anyway, but yeah. But it's neat to think that they were probably working on that at the same time Paige was probably working on this. Yeah. And like how do similar ideas come to people like world? How do they come to fruition? That's yeah, well, yeah. And, yeah. and not to be the same as others. Like there's so many books out there and so right. many stories. How do you come up with something new? Like, oh yeah. I, I don't I, know I, how you do it. I, I, it just, it came to me. So it's, it's someone reached out and said, Hey, here's something, try it. Yeah. So, and away you run, right? It's yeah. imaginations are great. Um, but when they're like blocked, like for you, it would be writer's block. Or I just think whenever I would draw something when I was younger, I'd always need a reference. Yeah. I couldn't just pull that out of my own head. It's hard sometimes to get it from here to there. Maybe. I don't yeah. Yeah, I feel your pain. I can't just create, I can't just draw. Mm. And everything I do is hand painted. So I, I have to have a reference like you. Mm. But with the books, it's it's kind of different. It's you get to decide which way they go. Or really true. How bad that main character is. Right. <laughs> when I squirmed with some of the things like that personal assistant did to break them up, I was like, that is so wrong. I'm like, that is so good. Right. Who do that? Right. I have to ask you, Paige. Um, for myself, there's uh, like Kennedy and I are both idea people just like all the time all the time so fast that you can barely write it down so for me I have certain circumstances when ideas come to me more than others is there the same for you like is it while you're washing the dishes is it or do, do they just come like in the middle of the night or what it's more like when I'm just starting to fall asleep, kind of like those, the, the yoga for the mind. Well, that's my yoga for the mind. What would happen if this person did this? And yeah. what would happen here if the person did that? And, and then first thing in the morning, right before I'm ready to start my day, like before the running happens, the chaos, like, right. 
oh, this would be a cool idea. I'm like, you mm. gotta remember, you gotta remember, gotta remember. <laughs> Where's the piece of paper? paper. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Write it down quick. <laughs> On the back yeah. of the grocery list that your husband inevitably throws out. And you're like, right? Oh. Exactly. I mean, I have an email to myself at work because obviously it's just been a year the book's been out. Right. But I keep ideas in like in between calls at work because I am a telemarketer and I'm like jotting down ideas and people walk by. What are you doing? Write the book? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someday, yeah, it's going to be uh, all compiled. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's, yeah, it's, it's more first thing in the morning and first thing at night. Mm. Probably because things are quiet. Like no right. one's bugging me. I don't have to do things. I don't have to go to Costco. Right. <laughs> I can bake. Yeah. So yeah. you have a lot on the go. What is it that keeps you going? The fear of if I stop, I will stop. Mm. Do, do you know what I mean? Yes. A, a rolling yep. stone gathers no moss, right? Right. Yeah. You keep going, right? No matter what life throws at you, you don't stop. You keep going. <laughs> you keep yeah. pushing through because, yeah, who knows what will happen? There's a lot of time. What's that, sorry? It's the same as you get older, right? You find mm -hmm. that, you know, the worst case scenario is dying, right? Mm -hmm. But if you keep moving, it's like you can outrun death. Yeah, <laughs> just, it's a while. It's the same <laughs> in life, right? Yeah. You keep going and you'll finally make it there. Not death, but... Yeah. Well, it's funny too, that like, oftentimes we're a lot stronger than we realize too. I find at the beginning of a week, I find it's quite daunting for me a lot of the time. And I'll be like, how am I going to get from here to way over there? And somehow we always do it. Um, there's a few things that maybe fall off the side of the ledge or whatever, as you're like making your way to the end of the week, but you, you <laughs> manage to get the majority of it done. And I don't know, I surprise myself sometimes. So maybe yeah, that's a lot exactly. of what it is too. Yeah, it, it is. And then you find that spot to go for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy schedule. There's fitness. <laughs> right. Exactly. You have okay. to fit stuff in everywhere. And oh, I have an extra 10 minutes here. What am I going to do with it? <laughs> Let's go walk around. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the most important thing that you've learned in life? Oh, my God. It's to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> Quite honestly. <laughs> impulse control the first thing is someone says something you're like that's stupid <laughs> like, no no that's their opinion it's not stupid you may not agree with it but it's not stupid it yeah. was a hard lesson that I that I had to learn and I lost the respect to someone and it took them six months to talk to me because I called their opinion stupid mm -hmm. so it's a foot and mouth situation should never have happened think before you speak Think about other people's feelings. Right. You know, if we're back to the whole pay it forward, right? Yeah. Right. What's you know normal for me is not normal for you guys. Right? Right. And that that was a hard lesson. Like, think people are different. Yeah. <laughs> but, it's true. Yeah. It's, it's, a lot. What's that? Lot? <laughs> um, I was just gonna say I noticed on some of our show notes that you mentioned about um when you had the book written and your hesitation in doing something with it like letting it sit there at what point like was there a particular incident that made you like 
okay, I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna hold my breath. Close my eyes and like, was what got you to that point? Um, a lot of no's for wrong reasons. But even even before that, like, what let you start the journey of okay, I'm gonna just ask this person. Yeah, that that was it. Looking for validation because I knew I wrote this. I battled with self-doubt my whole life and Mm -hmm. so when you create something you're like is it really good right is it good enough so I needed the validation from a few people before I went okay I'm going to put my little toe in the water (laughs) and if it's not too cold I'm going to keep going and so as I got the this is really good no you got to do something with it so I submitted it and and I sat there and I said okay you're going to get no's most of them are going to say no and don't take that to heart like boistering my self-confidence up there to say it's good it's just it's not going to be everybody's fit right right and then to hear the, the weird reasons for the nose and it doesn't fit it's their person but they're not saying anything that the book is bad right, right. and it was in that that I kept going <laughs> they're not saying yeah. your book sucks they're right. not saying you have to change anything they're saying you don't fit us, this company, what we publish. Okay, let's move along and find someone who it does fit. Yeah. And in yeah. the end, it was, I'm tired of trying to find my fit. <laughs> let's go to Amazon and see. And right. there, it's it, the rest is history, right? <laughs> it's right. kind of it's kind of empowering too, though, that you're a self-published author. Like that's big to me. That's almost more commendable when I hear someone self-published. It almost it has this added element to it of they had to push harder than most to get there. Yes, mm-hmm. and so, no. Yeah, <laughs> I mean anybody can write a book and then go to these vanity places and publish it. Mm-hmm. They might sell one copy, and it good or bad good for them they did it right right at the same time it's you're still looking for that validation I am still today is it that good when you talk to the wrong person the person that doesn't like steamy romances you're like that book sucks well Well, that's right right that's why there's so many different genres and so many different interests and whatever not everyone's gonna love whatever but you love it and obviously other people do yes yeah They do, thankfully. (laughs) That little devil over there going, right? Not good enough. Even now, eh? And so, how much guts did it take to take the physical copy, walk to the bookstore, and say, "Here I am, please." It it was hard. It was hard. I had two or three other romance writers come to me who have purchased the book and said, "It's a good book." Local romance authors. and say you should go to the bookstore and see so I I, the first thing I did was the easiest pick up the phone and call you were not face to face right (laughs) and I text them yeah Yeah, right (laughs) exactly but I you know on a phone I'm in my wheelhouse I'm a telemarketer right you can sell anything (laughs) right so pick up the phone hey I just wrote a book it's published I'd like you to see it, see if it fits your store. And they're like, okay, bring in a copy and we'll go from there. And I brought in the copy and they're like, oh, this is what we like to see here. Your name, you can clearly see it. You know, it's a nice, clear title. 
and you know the pages they're big lettering like <laughs> we can you know it's it's a good book the paper is right the quality is right and then they read it and it was like yeah we want your book wow bring us 10 copies I'm like okay <laughs> wow and to and think then, of all the other times that like publishers and things like that were saying well it's in third person or it's whatever all these yeah. little nitpicky things just because it didn't fit them right and to have the reassurance of things that I wouldn't think about with writing a book like having your name on the side of the book and yeah. all of these things that they appreciated well and that was it was just luck just chance that I was like okay that's clear I can see it people will see my name mm-hmm. you know if it's sitting on a shelf like this they'll be like okay right you can see it it's visible so it it was just luck it wasn't any planning right <laughs> and well it was also guidance from amazon right because they help create the cover and format it and such and so having help is good <laughs> that's good though. <laughs> you don't know what you're doing yeah it, it worked it did and so that- is there I don't know how it works or how the system works, but with the books that you have lined up for yourself coming up that you're trying to create, um, do you suppose that they'll, it'll be, Hey, here's my second book and they'll take you or how does that process go? I'm hoping they'll take it. Yeah. It's a different manager now. And she's been very supportive with this one. Anytime I'm like, okay, I think I can do another book signing. Mm-hmm. She'll say, yep, here's your dates. This is what you need. They're very supportive that way. So I'm hoping because the second one, it's different. It's hmm. not a steamy romance. I call it a paranormal thriller. <laughs> You're diverse, though. You're a diverse author, then. Mean in there, but yeah, none of my books. They all have the same characters in them. Like some of them follow from book to book, mm. but they're separate standalone books. They're not a series. Hmm. At least I hope. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she says. <laughs> Who knows? Sure where this is going. But... Right. <laughs> you never know until you finish it and send it off to be printed. Like, oh, right. dang. I have a sneaking suspicion that book two, there will be a second book to it. But uh, yeah. And that to be continued. Yeah. And that one's called, is it in the, is it in the card? So it's about a, a psychic who gets into trouble. Hmm. So any idea on how long or where you're hoping, when you're hoping it'll be out or? If I can stop avoiding editing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hoping October. Oh, wow. So very soon. And time for Halloween because it is, like I said, paranormal. To me, it seemed like a perfect time. I've got several people yelling at me, release the book. We want to read it. (laughs) Yeah, really it, cool. Uh, well, they they like the first one, and they like the story and the twists, the plots, and the turns. And so, it it's fun to create something like that, totally different. Like the first book is romance, the second book is story, hmm. like with some romance in it, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and now, now that you've gotten past the like. How do I even approach how to do this? And what are the steps? And I can totally relate to that in my own journey of like, I've never done this before and I don't really have a lot of guidance. So like, is it here? Am I supposed to do this first? Or 
oh, I wish I would have known if I would have done it this way, it would have turned out differently than if I, you know. And so now that you've got all that out of the way that maybe you can start to just focus more on the writing instead of the whole process, right? But who's going to be the cheerleader? Who's going to market it? And that's the difference between an indie author or a self-published, they call them indie authors now, and someone who's traditionally published. The traditionally right. published, they've got the team in the background getting it out to the different stores, being your cheerleader. Right. So even though you publish it, you still got to push it. Right. right? You still got to sell it. You still got to let people know. And that's the stage that I'm at with, with Her Hero's Revenge is trying to market it, trying to figure out how to market it. Right. <laughs> when I'm not computer savvy. Like, I have to go and Google all this stuff and then sit there and try to figure it out. Like, because you can run ads on through Amazon. Right. But they don't make things easy. No, there's a lot of, yeah, no, I would agree. You have to kind of search on the sidelines before you figure out how to approach it from internally. Like, (laughs) And it's the same with social media. You can't just pop up and then you're a hit. Right. You've got to gather those followers and, and there's no map. There's no blueprint to tell you how to do this stuff. And marketing is a science in itself and there's no like straightforward anything, but trial and error, I guess, but hopefully with, the episode coming out uh you get a couple outreaches and things like that that'd be kind of cool nice. yeah nice. yeah like i said i i take anything good or bad criticism hmm. like i've sold almost 200 copies of the book wow it's, it's not a ton but oh gosh to, yes it's, it's to get those people to come in and leave reviews for you yeah right. oh, good or bad put something up there that way someone walking in will know this is how I found it you know I found too many editing mistakes or you know the plot sucked you know whatever something to let people know I mean so far I'm just getting good reviews which I like I just need more right (laughs) Yeah. yeah well the good thing is is I mean I have a friend that is just absolutely crazy into books and it seems that that um environment of they call it um bookish um some of them call themselves bookish people and they just they're so gung-ho about I read this book and I'm going to tell all of my other friends about it so the good thing is is you've got a good community of people who love to read people who love to read are hard into reading so they are are (laughs) not good those are the couple that I have editing my book right now so if they like it Mm. And especially the, my second editor, she's big into mysteries and thrillers, and and she's got a library like no one could believe. So mm. I, I've got I'm wading into her edits now. So it's it's the hard part. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just it's and you never know what's gonna catch either. So yeah, but to me that's huge. Self-published author in your first book and 200 copies so far and you're already like anticipating around October hoping to with your second book like to me that's huge yes that's a lot because it to me it's like anybody can be an author but you have to be good enough that people want to read it and you have to be (laughs) having the willpower enough like mom said all of these hurdles and things like what is step one I've written it down so now what 
and okay now I have the book out on Amazon or I don't know how to do that or I don't know how to do I just walk into the bookstore and offer them a copy like all of these steps that it's it's tough to be your own cheerleader yeah is hard and you do need support around you like you do someone to say oh hey this is my daughter she just wrote a book or this is my sister she's you know someone yeah. to if you are feeling down and like I just can't do it someone's there to help pick you up and push it mm-hmm. right it's yeah. good to have support <laughs> it's hard to be your own cheerleader in life as is let alone when you're trying to go into something that seems scary so yeah, yeah support is huge yeah, um is. One more question for you. Uh, sure. What makes you imperfect? <laughs> <laughs> I wake up and start my day. And there it is. <laughs> That's what makes me. <laughs> Nobody is perfect, right? No. And it's the series of mistakes that make up our lives. That's what teaches us, right? Again, I learned to shut this when, when I'm, yeah. Yeah, even though I think it's silly, I do have to take that step back and think, okay, what's their life? What's going on, right? When that person cuts you off in traffic and you want to flip the bird and beat the horn. Yep. Maybe they're in a rush to get to the hospital to visit a long lost one, you know, not doing too good. Right. right. You, you just got to step back. Yes, I was in their blind spot. You know, try to make people's day better through your own faults. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm dyslexic. I'm going to make mistakes. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> but we can slow down, reread, triple read, edit, re-edit. Yeah. Yeah. So I just try to, try to teach the kids that, you know, they're perfect, just like me. Yeah. They learn from it. You know, pick up, move on, keep going. Don't give up. That's big, too. Yeah. yeah. Sure. So, so Paige, do you want to uh, let our viewers know if they're interested in uh, getting a copy of your book where they might do so or how they'd connect with you online? Yeah, um, the book is available through Amazon, Kindle, Kobo, and Chapters Mugton. I don't know wow. if I'm going to say it, but it's in Chapters Mugton. Yeah. And um, they can just reach out to me on like through my Facebook. They just have to search me out. I'm on TikTok, um, Instagram, and of course, Facebook, Facebook Reels. Send me a message. If they're local in the area, I don't mind delivering a book to them, signing it for them. I, you know, that's really cool. Yeah. And I'll, I'll link all of this too in the show notes too. So people can easily do a click and find you no problem, but yeah. uh, yeah, And uh, soon to the second book, maybe in October or so. So that's exciting. I'm kind of more pumped for the second one because it was more fun to write. Okay. Like in, in this book for Heroes Revenge, I did take a little bit out of my life Mm -hmm. with CrossFit kind of touched on in there and the second book has a little bit of kickboxing in it okay it it was fun to go down that memory lane I mean I'm too busy now but to know like back in the day this is how it felt and and to expand on it and you know base things lightly off real life very lightly 
no sponsors. <laughs> this is all light fiction. <laughs> but it, it, it's fun to, you know, in the first book, I do mention my parents' name and they got a little giggle out of it. Uh, <laughs> you know? so that's what makes it yours, right? Exactly. And for people that know me when they read it, they can go back and say, oh, I get it now what she was talking about. Right. Right. Or, hey, I did that with her. Yeah. <laughs> One of my aunt's neighbors was someone I used to do kickboxing with. And when I mentioned that to her, she's like, you got to tell me when it comes out because I want it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> really cool. That's well, fun. thank you um, so much for taking the time to chat with us. This was fun. Yeah. And uh we will be talking, I'm sure. We'll be in touch uh, shortly. Wonderful. Well, I loved it. This was fun. My first podcast. Yeah, fun. Yeah, we'll <laughs> be in touch. All right. All right. Bye. Thanks, Paige. Thanks. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. If you or someone you know has a unique story to tell, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at theimperfectpodcast at outlook.com. For more information and how to connect with us on social media, you can visit us at our website, theimperfectpodcast.ca. And from whichever platform you are listening to this episode, be sure to like, share, and leave us a review. We would really appreciate your feedback. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We look forward to hearing your feedback and seeing you all find that extra joy and embrace your own imperfect. See you next week. week.